we're back with another episode. That's right. Episode 24. Yep. Hello, hello. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank, um, you. thank you. We've been enjoying it, haven't we, Kevin? Absolutely. Absolutely. This is a highlight of my week for sure. It is um, for me as well. Um, since we've done this, it's uh, I've wanted to stream more and I, mm-hmm. I've been streaming since 2020. So uh, uh, and I think it was like June of 2020, I started streaming. So two years uh, been streaming and this is the most fun I've had. Uh, but for those who are not watching and uh, seeing, uh, we have a guest today, Mark mm-hmm. Tucker. Uh, you want to say hi, Mark? Yeah. Hi, Mark. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. for me, when when Will Will and I kind of behind the scenes just kind of give you the scoop, everybody. Um, mm-hmm. We talked about kind of adjusting the show structure a little bit instead of having such such a I guess multi part. We're going to tone it down a little bit. We're going to start with some news. We always like the news, the latest and greatest in the voice tech world. Um, but then we really wanted to spotlight some developers and some pretty cool people in the community. And so Will and I got our heads together, started reaching out. And when Mark, when you offered to, to jump on, I was like, I think we're in the presence of royalty. Should I bow first? Oh, I think no. that's what it was. I, you know, that, okay. that's too that was like too not, not <laughs> worthy, right? But um, we're super excited to have you on today. Um, would Thanks. love to, yeah, to really no, kind of ask here. some questions. Yeah. So do you want to jump yeah. right into spilling some beans? Let's do it. Great. So today um, is we don't really have an article for, per se, but uh, it's just the um, Astro was actually released to the people who were signed up for it. Um, I've been following uh, some people on social, uh, them living or leaving or tweeting their video blogs uh, on it. And it's, it's pretty interesting. Um, uh, What, what are your first thoughts, uh, Kevin? Um, My first thought was Rosie, the robot from the Jetsons. If you remember that. Um, yes, I feel like that's that was my first thought, but also the more I kept reading about it and kind of seeing, like you said, those videos that people were posting, mm-hmm. the more I wanted one. I am absolutely the target audience for this. Uh, <laughs> the smart home, you know, my garage, my lights, my TV, my uh, my toaster, my coffee maker, all that stuff. I want it all connected. Um, for better or for worse, that's that's where I'm at. So nice. to have, um, do you remember Anchor? They used to have a little robot that was just on your desk, and it, it was similar to this, but it had the eyes that blinked and it would kind of do some functions oh. and things. Um, this just takes this to a whole nother level, <laughs> and to integrate voice with it, I love it. I love it. This I see so many use cases for it um i know the cost right now it's a thousand dollars us um after the introductory price it's going to yep. be 1500 um which is a cost for sure yeah um i i don't know that i would use it 
as much as some of the marketing for it. Um, like the, the dog treat thrower, if everybody saw that, uh, you can put a dog oh, no, treat. Yeah, there's, I, I don't think it's an official Astro add-on type of thing, but you can put a dog treat thrower in the back and just say, you know, A word, just throw out a treat and it'll pew, like a cannon. Nice. Um, the, the periscope is pretty cool. Yeah, I thought um, that was pretty neat. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been watching some of the videos for it, and I, I think I need one. <laughs> what do you think, Mark? Yeah, so I, I, I the only person I've seen is, is Sarah Wilson um, mm -hmm. doing some of her videos, mm -hmm. and she's done a really good job uh, with the, yeah. the videos and showing off uh, some of the, the capabilities. Uh, in some ways, yeah, it's it's an Echo Show device on Wills. I, 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 right. get, I get that. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but um, the different things that they've done, they've kind of taken and tried to add a personality, kind of like R two D two or or you know some of the the droids that we're used to maybe in in Star Wars, yep. where mm -hmm. there's a little bit of personality, there's some some you know chirping, tweeting, there's some uh, you know facial things, even kind of the way the screen in some ways kind of nods its head or looks around mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. or it flips around and kind of like. Is it, um, it's almost like I'm here, um, you know, what do you want? Um, I'm, I'm paying right. attention to you. Mm -hmm. uh, so they've done some really good jobs, uh, job on, on, um, on adding those types of things in. And I'm, I'm wondering, I'm, you know, I'm not saying it's going to replace pets at all, but I'm wondering for mm -hmm. some people who, who uh, can't have pets, for example, mm -hmm. but want some sort of a companion in their home, I could see that there could be, uh, different things that would engage the person throughout the day, uh, check in on them. You know, it could be you know, medicine reminder things. It could be, Hey, get up and stretch. It could be, there could be all kinds of different things where um, it's more of an active um, interaction than a kind yeah. of a passive waiting for, waiting for us to initiate it, to, to, to initiate the voice assistant. It could be a situation where, um, Kind of that changes and it's just i think it's a good platform to experiment and investigate what's what's possible yeah absolutely i didn't even think about that that, that was a good point yeah uh when you brought up the star wars robot but i uh, immediately i don't know if anyone's played this game but it's a, a star wars game that uh has this robot and it sits on your shoulder his name is bd1 have you familiar oh, yeah. with that I've, I've, uh, robot it's, I know it's of a, it. I didn't play the game though. Okay. Yeah. It's not. It's about. most recent Star Wars game. Mm -hmm. um, Fallen Order but, or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is who I I think of uh, right there, because it has like the eyes and whatnot, and it changes the. Uh, I don't know. But anyways. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, along the lines of what Mark was saying, um, I'm going to bring my medical background back into this, like I mm -hmm. typically do. Uh, skilled nursing facilities, so your your personal care homes and those types of places. I see this being fantastic. Yeah, um, there's some privacy things that need to be mm -hmm. always thought about, but to do medication reminders or in some of your personal, more independent homes, something like that, as it just would go door to door to door and do those reminders with that uh, visual face recognition that's on there. Because one of the features that was listed said something along the lines of like, deliver this sandwich to Kevin, 
you know, mm -hmm. that that's why I wanted it. Now it's the truth is starting to be, <laughs> you know, come out. But um, <laughs> I see the potential in that thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, and maybe one of you can clarify. Is there a night vision on that periscope that pops up? Well, th there must be s at least some low light. Low, low light because it does have a sentry mode where it goes around at night. And mm -hmm. I think one of the videos that Sarah showed was just kind of video of, of strolling around the house at night. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm assuming it, it probably is using the camera that's on the periscope as opposed to something that's built into the screen. Mm -hmm. But also, um, if you remember, Kevin, this was, we actually went over this, how they did this whole oh, mapping. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they have the visual aspect. Then they also have a map, a programmed uh, uh, kind of layered of your home, layout of your home. Uh, and then there's another uh, um, thing that they it uses, but I can't remember that one. But right. It was kind so of so there's three, thing. there was three uh, different uh, ways that it can move around your home and remember what what is what and whatnot so mm -hmm. yeah and i thought it was interesting because you know i've recently within the last year programmed my roomba to to you know map out the house and it goes around and does things and then i get a map and on my my app i'm like this area is named this and this area yeah. i just thought it was kind of interesting where once it maps you just walk around the house with it and when you get in a room you say you know this room is the kitchen this room is the yeah. office and mm -hmm. it's it's using voice to identify where the different locations are, which I thought was 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 mm -hmm. next level. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of sure. cool technology that's in this. Um, and well, yeah, and I can see like additional things. I don't. I'm sure Amazon is not going to open it up anytime soon. But just imagine if you could customize the face, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Of you. Yeah. So like the sounds that it makes. Um, and the different facial things and, and, you know, kind of like have theme packs or something that you could, yeah. you could buy. Um, Samuel L. Jackson of... following me around. Yep. That's <laughs> yeah. Happening. I could, I, I could see that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, have Sheldon from uh, big bang theory. Fact, yep. Uh, That'd be perfect. Yeah. It would be perfect. Bazinga. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm excited for this. Uh, am I going to pick it up? One, I'd have to get an invite, first of all. And two, I would have to convince my wife. I'm not sure which one of those is harder to get. But probably. Wife, um, yeah, probably. But, <laughs> but yeah, I'm interested in this. I, I think this is really cool technology. Um, fits right up my alley. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't want, I don't believe that it would be a novelty. That's what I would be afraid of for me is that the cool factor would wear off after a minute or two. And then I'm just not using it to its full potential. I, I think that would worry me because I'll be honest, I spent $1,500 on a, a cell phone, you know, that I hope to have for years and years and years and that I'm using all the time. So that is to me, money well spent. And mm -hmm. I would like to think that, this would be too you know these these day one products are almost i don't want to say like experimental but they kind of are yeah um kind of gauging like the echo frames those were the same way mm -hmm. um but those made it to version two and things like that so 
Yeah. I'm, I'm going to keep my eye on this. I'm going to keep my eye on it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Kevin, I'm going to put my keep my eye on it too and see where it goes. Mm-hmm. Yep, same. So my last All question. Right. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My last Go question ahead. is, do you think it would be a little bit jarring that you have you get used to the little beeps and the chirps and those things that it's normal personality and then to open up a skill do you think that that would be jarring at all um to hear like cards of wonder pop up or not really do you think you can transition between the two almost like an immersive experience of it's following you around as your buddy and then you're going to switch gears into that almost playing a game. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'd like to see. Maybe, maybe they've avoided that problem a little bit by having it just be beeps and not, and not talking to you. Not like, not like Jarvis or something like that. Right. Um, So maybe, maybe they've uh, done, maybe they've kind of solved that for a, for uh, a little bit. Um, Yeah. For me, but yeah, I, I, you, you still kind of have the whole the whole thing. So it's like it kind of has a personality, and then it's this skill, but this skill is using Alexa's voice, or this skill is using Matthew's voice, or this skill is using mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So then it's all yeah. it um, kind of seems like a um, you know that you kind of lose the personality. It's kind of at that point it becomes a screen that's something's running on it. Could be a could be a video for all exactly. we know, right? Right. Um, right. And so. Um, yeah, that is that's kind of interesting. Though I did think I, I did like the idea. You said something about you know walking around. I do like the idea of of um, maybe pairing it with you know some sort of a game, but you have to keep moving. Yes. Right. Yeah. And mm. so so it's it's one of those um, you know take take ten minutes out of your hour to to go walk around and stretch so you're not you know ten hours at the mm-hmm. computer or whatever. Right. So, exactly. Nice. Exactly. I could see. Take Astro for a walk. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then that it's like asking you questions or whatever, or, you know, um, maybe even it's a scavenger hunt type of thing where you have to go around the house and find certain things or like, take me to mm-hmm. this or take me. And so, so you like, you have to find wherever that thing is in the house and then like yeah. show it and the Astro confirms, yep, that's it. That's a spatula. And, yep, then, nice. you, uh, yeah. and then you. That would be fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agree 100%. Nice. Cool. Cool. So yeah, All something right. to keep our eye on. Yeah, for sure. Alrighty. So our next uh um nope. Uh next one will be a meaningful conversation. We'll, we'll have a little conversation with Mark Tucker here. Uh get to know him a little bit, uh pick his brain on um some items that he's doing and uh what he's done. Um and yeah, um, or if there's anything that you want to say at any given time, mm-hmm. let us know. Um, right. Or anything that you want to not cover, let me know that, that as well. Um, <laughs> All right. So, uh, so far, uh, I mean, you're very active on Twitter. Uh, you have your own uh, YouTube channel with uh, Alan. Uh, which we also will have on eventually, um, which is called uh, Two Voice Devs. Uh, not to be, uh, uh, you know, confused, be 
between two beings and two voice devs, right. two That's different uh, channels. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, uh, and, and it looks like, and it's a um, podcast as well, correct? Correct. Yeah. So we just finished up um, episode 100. So we're coming up on our, oh, our two year anniversary of two voice devs. Congrats. 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 Yeah, thanks. It's uh, it's been fun. It's kind of like one of those things where we just started doing it during the pandemic. Um, mm -hmm. It was one of those things. I had met Alan briefly, maybe for like 10, 15 minutes at a conference, and we talked about some different things. And um, but it was it was fairly brief. And then uh, pandemic happened, and voice lunch started. And I I missed a, a number of the initial voice lunches, but I started going, and I just found this whole you know group of people that really. Um, helped me, you know, connect with people where it was, it was really hard during that time. And uh, one of the people I've connected with again was Alan and we kind of just were, you know, talked some more and I got a little prodding and, and we just like, Hey, let's, you know, we talked, well, I think we talked about it a couple times, like, yeah, we should probably, do, you know, we could do a podcast. You could talk about your Google stuff and I could talk about Alexa stuff and anything else we're working on and mm -hmm. um, just kind of a developer podcast. And, and, yeah. and then I think we ended up, um, filming a promo for one of the voice lunches. It was kind of our responsibility to do that. Okay. And so we both got on a video call and we did the promo and we realized we know how to get together and, <laughs> and film something. We've already proved that, 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 that it works. You know, do we want to try this? And so we did, we just kind of like, sure, let's kick it off and try it out. And it's been, mm -hmm. it's been going for, for a while now. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. That is. That's, yeah. that's kind of like us, Will, in a way. We kind of met up a little bit during the pandemic um, through other streams and things whenever everybody was just trying to stay active and stay, you know, sane, connected. I was going to say connected, yeah. but sane. Yeah. Sane, that worked yeah, too. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. Sane, well. <laughs> uh, during that whole time period. So, yeah, that's, that's fantastic. That is. So, so, my question would be why voice like what was that oh this is neat or what got you into voice? what got me started interesting um so we could do the short or we could do the longer so kind of short term what got me into voice was i stumbled across it one day that there was this thing called alexa and that you could program for it and Oh, it's using Node.js, which is server-side JavaScript. Mm -hmm. uh, I've done web development. I, I, most of my background, though, was more in C# -sharp and you know .NET okay. and uh, you know some various flavors of web engines, but um, backend or services or you know, even desktop, uh, Windows Phone for a little bit. Yeah. So yeah, you know, just a long, a long uh, history of of uh, C# -sharp and .NET. So. It was just kind of interesting where I, I, I just hit it. Um, so I found it in 2016, so like fall of 2016 is when I discovered Alexa existed. Mm -hmm. At that point, there were 3,000 skills in the skill store. <laughs> um, imagine that. And mm -hmm. uh, so I wasn't I wasn't original by any means. I, I came in you know a year into it or something. And yeah. at the end of the, that year, I think early. is when... Yeah, I think when that Google announced uh, that they were doing something, and so um, I, I, things just kind of happened, and I 
and I just wanted to, to learn about it. So I had to teach myself more about Node.js and I didn't know anything about AWS Cloud. And so I had to learn about, oh, Lambdas and DynamoDB and S3 and yeah. you know, I am and all kinds of stuff. And so while I was trying to figure all that stuff out, um, I have been a fan of, of open source and I just wanted to go ahead and try to share some of the stuff that I was doing so that maybe those that were coming behind would not have such a rough time. You know, there were mm. some things that you had to right. look up or you had to find it in multiple different places or there wasn't a good starter template. So mm -hmm. those were ty types of things I did. I started uh, an Alexa meetup. I'm here in, in Phoenix, Arizona. Mm -hmm. um, and so I created an Alexa meetup at that point. Um, and some just different things happened where I hit it just right. And uh, by the like spring of, of 2017, I was selected as Alexa champion. It was like the second batch of Alexa champions that they, mm -hmm. they had and just kind of that opened up some opportunities and uh, some good, some bad, you know, but mm -hmm. I had opportunity where I could like go really deep and do voice full time. And then that fell apart. And so then I was, went back to consulting and doing, you know, .NET C Sharp uh, stuff. And then I got involved with another startup just kind of as a contractor and then got, you know, something else and I did some more voice stuff. And so it's just kind of been, um, you know, just taking it as, as, a, as it goes. But what interest me, interested me about voice was I was just intrigued with being able to talk to something and have it respond. And, and in some ways, get rid of all the clutter of all the other stuff. Um, right. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm okay at web development. It's probably been, it's been a long time since I've done web development now. So I'm sure things have changed and, and, mm -hmm. and stuff. So in some ways it was just nice to not have to worry about this pixel goes over here or this is, you know, I have to worry about, um, you know, what browser I'm running on or, yeah. you know, so I've, I've been through that for years and years. And, you know, I, I remember, back when I first started, I was doing Netscape versus Internet Explorer and the differences there and <laughs> yep. server-side programming is all that you had for websites. And mm -hmm. I was just like, man, uh, it was just, so it was just nice. Um, plus, I, I've always liked, you know, uh, Star Trek and the idea of being able to talk to, mm -hmm. to the computer. Yep. Um, like War Games was one of my favorite movies growing mm -hmm. up. Uh, so there, there's that, there was just a number of different, you know, kind of, social influences over the years. Mm -hmm. But interestingly, if you've, if you've like rewind when I really first learned how to program, which was, I was probably about 15. Um, okay. So early 1980s, I got uh, Texas Instruments 99 4A home computer uh, for Christmas. It was, I think it was $99. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, they were like, selling it for less than, than, than Texas Instruments was, was spending to make it. But um, I got that and I just, I started learning it and I, you know, stayed up the, all that day, reading the manual, trying something, pretty much stayed up all night, just trying to figure it out. And it was, it was a creative outlet. I would think of something and I could, if I, if I met the parameters of, of how to do that, mm -hmm. then it was recreated on the screen for me. And mm -hmm. I was like, right. wow, this is real, this is really pretty cool. And part of the things that I got was um, Texas Instrument. If you remember, they had the, the uh, speak and spell or. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. 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 So 
they since and so they they had done voice or you know text to speech yep, um, text. at least and mm -hmm. so there was an expansion module for my ti that was a a text to speech module okay and there were and you could have it say about 80 different words or phrases oh. and so so that was kind of actually my very first you know opportunity to do something with voice and then I used that same home computer throughout junior high and high school <clears throat> to do different science fair projects. I would end up doing some sort of a program. I did a wildcat well simu oil drilling simulation uh, kind of game or simulator. I did um, how would you connect your computer to a model rocket for a missile guidance system? <laughs> Just wow, crazy yeah. stuff. Yeah, so, absolutely. But one of the years I actually tried to do um, like a speech recognition and it didn't work. It didn't work at all. I, you know, I, I had a neighbor that was an engineer and, and they had like a, uh, <clears throat> what did he have? He had a, uh, digital to analog converter chip and I would use my, you know, parallel port on my, my computer as input. And I would, you know, trap that <laughs> and, and try to capture the wave over time. And I, but anyway, it, it at least got far enough that it actually took me to the International Science Fair in, in Texas. Oh, so wow. I've wow. had a couple of different starts and stops with speech. Yeah. And so when it when it kind of came around, I'm like, hey, I'm almost there. I just have to learn this A, B, and C mm -hmm. to actually yeah. have it. Then it was just, it was like, yeah, let's do it. Let's go for it. And I just loved it. Nice. Um, sure. I've loved it ever since. That is neat. And it's it always it's always fun to hear everybody's background mm -hmm. uh, like for me medical and then jumping into this world and yeah it's just pretty cool pretty cool mm -hmm. so. for sure um i i had it oh uh did you want us to share uh, your github repository or sure did you not okay yeah yeah that's fine i, I had that. it on uh on uh back yeah, you, sure. can, you, you can go ahead and do that. Um, you know, like I say, it's, uh, on social media, um, at Mark Tucker, uh, GitHub, uh, Two Voice Devs, um, either on YouTube or you know on on various podcast providers. Um, so that, you know, just lots of different ways that you can see kind of what I'm sure. playing with. I, um, so, mm -hmm. so um, you had yeah, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, well. <laughs> So you had had gotten to this point where you felt comfortable jumping into voice. You became an Alexa champion, um, did some consulting work, things like that. Mm -hmm. Where did you take it? I guess maybe not take it, but what was your passion during that time period? Did you focus on the gaming aspects or did you have personal use cases that you wanted to fill? What really pushed Ooh. your develop? What what pushed your development in, in certain directions? I guess is my question. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I, you know, my very first skill was just one of those uh, you know fact skills, right? You, right. You trade out. Yeah. <laughs> you, you you trade out the the array of items for you know something else, right? And I, I don't even remember what the what it was that that I did. Um, Mine's still live. Is it? Congratulations. <laughs> I. V1 to V2, I, I did it last year. There you go. <laughs> uh, 
So let's see. So that was one of them. Uh, something else I did that that kind of got a a, a, a new life was uh, Picture Guesser. So mm. when I first started, um, so I, I was co-founder of a company called Voice XP. Okay. Um, I don't know if you've heard of that. And uh, so I was the only the uh, dev that was there. So kind of got thrown in, you know, chest deep into, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, trying to figure this out, uh, doing a lot of, um, you know, some of the things that we, we did for uh, wrong or right was trying to proof out, say, Hey, this is what uh, Alexa skill would look like if we did that for this. And so I did a whole bunch of demos. I did one for oh, okay. like the Harlem Globetrotters. I did mm -hmm. one for, um, for Tesla, I did one for, and the, and some of the, a lot of these were like we just did them, and then we went out and tried to you know, to to show showed off kind of this portfolio of of uh, skills that we created to people that might be interested. In some cases, it, it really could have been the Harlem Globetrotters, in other cases, right. it could have been you know, car dealership, uh, re mm -hmm. real estate company. Um, but it was that year in 2017 that the Echo Show came out, and so. Um, just jumped in right and and everything I did I did did with screens mm -hmm. um, and so one of the first games that I created was something called picture guesser it's one of those tile puzzle games where you've got your uh, you know 14 or, or what 12 tiles or um, what is it 4.16 or 9 or whatever yeah tiles and it covers a picture and then you uncover it and 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 you try to guess the picture and and uh, when, once you guess it, you get points for every uh, tile that was still on the screen. Um, so that was really pretty challenging because you really just had an mm -hmm. image. So I had to do some like server-side processing with an SVG to regenerate the image that was the tile overlay. And you couldn't tap on the tiles on the image because there really wasn't, it was just an image. Um, oh, right, right. And so you had to do it with voice, but then like monetization came out about that same time. And so we were doing, uh, I, I worked to do um, selling like different puzzle packs uh, yeah. for that. Uh, so just recently, you know, I guess the last year, maybe, is that whenever, whenever the uh, end of life of, uh, of display templates was, then uh, like maybe this time last year, was it? Um, that I went ahead yeah. and uh, converted it to APL. So, so picture oh, wow. guesser has a new has a new lease on life, completely redone uh, from what was the original Alexa Skills Kit version one to uh, Jovil version three at this time with APL with interactivity and uh, complete with uh, purchasing and new game packs. So, so that was that I that's see. one of the, the one of the things that I did. But yeah. Initially, for this the first startup, it was just a lot of um, kind of business cases, or mm -hmm. or how how you would use uh, Alexa in different uh, different scenarios, and so that's that's kind of where I really, you know, good news is I got to spend a lot of hours you know, head down programming um, and and learning Alexa and trying different things and pushing the edge, and mm -hmm. the bad news is I spent a lot of hours. The only person, um, you know, sometimes feeling like things were like falling in on me uh, as far as the workload and, mm. you know, yeah. on customer calls, trying to, you know, trying to help them understand the strategic direction of things. Um, mm -hmm. So 
that's that's kind of how it started. And then and um, then my my the next startup I I joined is a company that's still out there called Soar, and uh, they're a, a life coaching uh, life coach um, kind of um, executive coach um, okay. company. That's kind of their primary focus. But we created a, a, a skill and kind of a whole backend system there where you could upload audio, whether it be uh, it started out was just audio and then it could be video and then it could be uh, the the video from your Zoom Zoom meetings. Mm. And it would ingest that and run it through transcribe and, and get all the, the text of that if it if you know like Zoom gives you a transcription, but other mm -hmm. things don't. So it would generate a transcription that would put it in. Uh, a search engine and then you could query um, and what it would do is it would break up different different segments and so you would you could search and it would like take you right to that that paragraph in the code uh, and into the article mm. or the conference talk or whatever you could search by things by you know by person by what type of um, like if it was a conference talk if it was a book uh, we were looking at using that for like onboarding for you know sales training or mm. other things so um, really got you know in depth back end stuff, learning all kinds of stuff with uh, with lambdas, and then uh, you know, uh, queuing, and then uh, step right. functions, and then event bridge, and then <laughs> <laughs> transcribe, right. and and you know send them an analysis, and like well what if what if we start off with just text? Oh let's do poly, and so just all kinds of things, which was really a lot of fun and, and crazy, um, and and they're still out there doing. Uh, doing stuff that's uh, they they um, there's a mobile app uh, for iOS and Android that you can use, but we always kind of thought about this like what what if you had your own personal library of content that you cared about that was instantly searchable by your voice, yeah. and you could add your own you know content to it, and you can share that with other people, and and so that's that's kind of where um, where that went, and then. Uh, I've been uh, senior technical director here at Rain for about a year and a half now. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. and that's 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 a lot of fun. Um, there's, I, I, I've worked on some Google Assistant stuff, some Alexa. I've worked on a lot of, you know, partner strategic partnerships, um, proof of concepts, you know, technical proofing out of. Uh, Taking uh, partners' APIs and and seeing how well they'll adapt to voice, mm -hmm. uh, and then now with custom assistant uh, stuff. Yeah. So that's Great. just a, a lot of a lot of fun things. Uh, lots lots of variation and and different things I get to do and uh, busy, yeah. but I'm I'm really enjoying it. That's so awesome. you mentioned uh, uh, Jovo, yeah. Uh, and I know in, I've seen it in many of your other videos, uh, you talk about it before. Uh, do you use it in your daily uh, coding for uh, voice? If yes, so it is. It is. It is my primary um, go to. I've, you know, they're up to version four of Jovo and I've, mm -hmm. I've gone through versions one through <laughs> through okay. four. Uh, so it's been, you know, four plus years that I've, I've done Jovo. Um, and I do that for all of my personal stuff, and and you know, there's there's cases where we might be required to use a certain you know SDK or certain tools or something for for something depending on our um, our clients and, and customers. Mm. But uh, but when it's a choice, I choose Jovo. Nice. 
So awesome. uh, I, I, I'm not really familiar with them too much besides their uh, tool for uh, Chrome uh, in uh, the dev console. Uh, but do you utilize it uh, for uh, because of uh, you can write the code once and use it for other multiple applications? Yeah. Now that's how that's how I started. Is is that you know what with Jovo was one of a few libraries where you could write your code and and share a lot of it um, across multiple platforms. So if I was starting off with a, uh, a Google Action, then I could later choose to do an Alexa skill or vice versa. Nice. Um, they're even you know even experimented with uh, doing Bixby, um, mm -hmm. and but then. Jovo's it kind of evolved over over time, and so uh, instead of just having those two main platforms, especially with this this rework of version four, there's quite a bit of difference to how it's structured. But mm -hmm. in some ways, it it's more disconnected. But if you think about your process of of receiving a request in uh, via voice, that ends up turning into an in, uh, that utterance turns into an intent with uh, slots or entities, however you want to call them. And then going, calling some sort of a code, which could be making API calls. It could be uh, knowing what your context is in a, in a certain point of conversation. Could be grabbing values from session or user storage. Um, and in the end, uh, having output, that, that whole kind of pipeline of request to, um, you know, dialogue to output kind of thing is something that's common for a lot of different um, you know platforms right and so what they've done is they, there's a step at the very beginning where you you the most everything's coming in as JSON um, so there's a JSON format that comes in and it's able to sniff and you know kind of detect that says oh this is a this is an Alexa uh, request. So it turns that Alexa request into kind of more of a, a more generalized. So it turns it basically into intents and, and entities. And then you can do all this work on it and, and you don't have to worry about necessarily what platform it's that, that you're using it because the things, the way that you, you code it is you're coding it the same way. It doesn't matter what platform yep, it, yep, it right. is, Makes sense. but you might hit cool. certain situations where Oh, I want I want to make this uh, APL, so I want it to be Alexa, or I want something. I want to use some sort of an API or some funk feature that's just specific to a platform. Well, that's that's still available to you too. So okay, that's so what not, my next yeah. question was. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's not it's not least common denominator. You don't lose anything, but what you do is you gain. Um, depending on what you're doing, you know, you could get up to 70, 80, 90 percent code reuse across multiple platforms. Nice. Um, and so then the very last step is taking this, the output that you formatted. So like the, the text-to-speech and the display, and it turns that into a platform-specific response. So now it turns that back into an Alexa response and okay. if you're on Alexa and, and returns it back if you're, and, and they've done that same thing. So you could be, your client could be like a website that's uh, a tap to talk or, um, or it could be a mobile app that yeah, you've got the microphone. Um, and it will still go through the whole same process. And then at the end, they've got, the, the, uh, Jovo has their own like web format, but the, but you fill out, this is what you'd say 
and this is like an image and a display and a card or something. And when it comes back to the client, then now you have the access to information. And all of a sudden now you're using Jova to create basically a custom assistant, right? Okay. Um, so nice. there's just a lot of a lot of cool things that you can do. You can plug into Facebook Messenger, you can plug into chatbots, you can plug into lots of different things and use that same basic hey. structure across multiple projects. Right. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Give me something to look up now. Oh, thank yeah. you. Uh, I'm going to have to look into this. this. No, I it was re, re, I was looking at it in this afternoon. Uh it it was really interesting and I I need to look into it more. Um uh, so uh thank you uh for um using it and uh promoting it as much as you do. Uh so because it it looks like a pretty neat tool. Well, and one of the cool things is, is that a lot of the things in there are pluggable. So like um, you knew you want some sort of a user state uh, storage provider. Um, it could be DynamoDB. It could be MongoDB. It could be yeah. Cosmos DB. It could be. So they've abstracted that piece into a, into a plugin. So now you have a whole uh, you know, choice of plugins, or if you don't have one for the database that you want, you could write a, a plugin and probably, you know, two, 300 lines of code maybe. And now you've got a plugin that goes against something else that you, you, you know, same thing with um, automatic speech recognition. Um, you could use Lex or uh, natural language understanding. You could also use Lex or you, you could use Rouse. You could use, so you could plug in these different uh, things into this pipeline. And in some cases, it just kind of um, abstracts the, the complexity away. And, and that's one of the things I enjoy doing too, is writing plugins for Jobo. Okay. Okay. So I guess, cool. so I guess my question with how your history and how you have your your head down, your you got your finger on the pulse. Where do you see voice in the next three years? I would typically say like five years, but I think this is this is crazy. So it's moving so fast. Yeah. Do you have this? I guess maybe I have two questions now. Is uh -oh. where where do you, where do you see it? And where do you want to see it? Interesting. So, oh, in some ways, from a developer perspective, it, it moves too slow Agreed. for me. <laughs> There's things I think I wanted back in, you know, what is it, 2019. I'm like, if we could have this, and it's, you know, 2022 now, and we still don't have this, you know. Yeah. Uh, and... So in some ways, three years is like, oh, and it, it, it's not going to change a lot in, in three years as far as maybe the development uh, technology. We've got some interesting things happening because uh, conversational actions or Google actions are going away, right? right? In right. a year, they'll, they'll be gone. And so some of the, the cross-platform stuff that, that was a benefit for Jovo um, is going to go away, but it's, yeah. it, but they've already had, they've already gotten past that point where it's not just Alexa and Google anymore. It's yeah. Alexa and Google and anything else, you know, all these other things that you can yeah. plug in. Mm -hmm. So, so I, I, I see myself using some of the same tools that I'm using today to do that. Um, mm -hmm. What else do I see? Um, I do see a, a more, that things are happening more on the phone. You know, that's kind of series mm -hmm. focus. That's where Google is is putting a lot of their focus. 
Alexa has uh, has capabilities. Uh, you know, sending something to the phone or you know, mm -hmm. um, using voice commands uh, and and taking it to different uh, different parts of your your mobile app. So I see that still happening. Um, Mm -hmm. But I also see I I'm seeing a lot more. Uh, maybe it's just just because Rain focuses quite a bit on it. But I'm seeing more people ask for custom assistant type stuff. Um, right, right. That things that are outside of Alexa, and that's because one they get to have more control over it, and two they own the data from end to end. And there, you know, there's a number of different advantages that that companies have if if they go with their own custom assistant, and so. So I'm seeing more of that, and that you know that could be, like I say, it could be a, a, a chatbot, it could be uh, a, speaking to a web app, it could be a mobile app, it could be custom hardware, it could be various form factors of custom hardware. It, you know, there's there's a whole right. range of different things that that you could get, uh, or you know that that uh, would be classified as a custom assistant. Absolutely, absolutely. So I, so I see more custom, of... more custom assistant stuff, yeah. So instead of everyone has their own website, they're going to have their own voice app or whatever. Yeah, I don't know that. I don't. I don't see everybody having it, and that's okay. I, you know I can I can see like Bank of America has Erica. I can see uh, mm -hmm. some. There might be some certain brands. Um, it could be either bigger, well-known brands, or it could be uh, smaller but want to have really tight integration with. Um, with their customers or users or patients or yeah. you know, whatever mm -hmm. it is, I, I could see, yeah. I could see custom assistance being used in those areas too. And I haven't really seen it take off as much as it really could be. And maybe, maybe part of this is that we're not really getting back to the office a lot, but mm -hmm. um, I still think there's potential in having custom assistance that would be something that you could use in the office for productivity or information. Yep. Um, oh, and, and also at home. So kind of the Alexa for business, Alexa for hospitality, Alexa for, yeah. do they have res residential? What's the, residential, what's the new one? Residentials. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah I can, I can see that. Um, I, I, and I, and I think that there's going to be more integrations with like your utility companies or, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. um, yeah. just uh, try, trying to get, uh, some 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 economies and some some uh, goodwill and relationships with with uh, customers for things that they use you know on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I really thought that Cortana with Microsoft was going to take off in that productivity kind of space, like you were saying your, yeah. your workspace following through to calendars and uh, meeting events, Teams integration, all that. I really thought that was where they were headed with that but i thought so too yeah. yeah so i was surprised when when they de-emphasized that but not yeah. too surprised because i'd done windows phone before right <laughs> right the, yeah rest yeah. in peace i know i loved it i had oh yeah well, that's a whole side story i had a ton of it <laughs> <laughs> but uh i guess maybe my last question is so for developers who are not familiar with voice technology where do you feel is a good place to start learning 
I know there's some some great tutorials that Amazon has put out, um, different YouTube things. What would you what would your recommendation for just kind of getting their feet under them be? Yeah, I guess it depends on what they're. It might depend some on what language they're use using if they're. Sure. Um, but but you could use .NET to create Alexa skills. You could use uh, Python. You can there's there's lots of different things that you could do. So you could you could find a, a framework that matches the language. Um, but you may or may not find um, you know tutorials or documentation. So right. uh, you know depending on what you select. The, the, the most that's out there that I see is if you're using Node.js. Mm -hmm. and uh, mm -hmm. using something like Jovo or the Alexa skills kit um, SDK. So I, I think, yeah, I think there's lots of um, videos or documentations or tutorials or, or code samples. Sometimes my favorite things are just finding something on GitHub and, and pulling it down and compiling yeah. it. Um, but then you can also see that something that's, you know, eight months, a year old may, may in some ways already be outdated that may not have mm -hmm. the latest libraries and and things so I, i'm just saying if take take whatever knowledge you currently have uh even if you're fairly new to tech um there's lots of different things that you can do you can bring to this uh this community that uh that that, that you can influence based on your experience and you can try things out i'm just excited when i whenever i see somebody else creating something um because I'm like, what's what's their gonna what's their take on it, or where yeah. where's their experience, or where where are they coming from, and and so I really enjoy watching what people do and 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 being surprised and amazed <laughs> in a lot of times and, and what types of things they're coming out. Or like, oh, I wish I would have thought of that idea, right. or that's that's really good, that's really pretty cool. So um, you there's plenty of things that you can contribute. Um, I would say just just jump in and and start uh, start doing it, and you know. Find, find some good resources online to, to ask questions to and, and, you know, I just, just see where it takes you. Yep. Absolutely. That's, nice. that's solid advice. Thank you. Yep. Well said. Did you have any other questions, Will? Cause I have a final last question. Final last question. A final, final. I, I, it better be short extra. because. Right. right, right. That's, oh, that's true. Yeah. Okay. So when you're not, coding when you're not enveloped in the voice world that is good any favorite hobbies oh man oh i'm so i asked I, I, yeah no it's, it is a tough question is <laughs> i i could work you know my my week and then i'm excited about something and i could still code on the weekends and i know that it's not good and I don't expect anybody else to do that. Um, I've been doing this for 30 plus years and I just like what I do. Um, but that. that being said, this last week, I just, it was just had a lot going on at, at work. It was particularly a uh, rough week and I purposely grabbed a, you know, paperback book, nice. no screen. And I just started uh, reading. Yep. And uh, so I don't do that. I don't do that enough, but uh, that, that's, it was a good recharge. So I encourage good. people to, okay. to get off their screens, even though they oh, might yeah. enjoy sure. solving a different problem than the problems that you're, you know, required to solve during the week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fantastic. Cool. 
Nice. Oh, sounds good. I'll let you take it away, Will. Alrighty. So uh, we are going to transition into our. Uh, it's not really a taste test, but uh, um, this is what do we call it? And we are going to play. I for, completely forgot what I said I was going to play. Oh, yeah. Okay. We're going to play Snatchword. All right. I like Snatchword. Good game. Uh so did you use uh, Jovo to create Snatchword? I did. Nice. So Jovo version three? Uh, yeah. And it's interesting, um, kind of sad because one of, the, one of the cool things or what I wanted to experiment with is I wanted it to be a game where it was, uh, I guess it's a variation of massive multiplayer online and the fact that multiple players can play in the same space at the same time. Mm -hmm. uh, so the premise of the game is that you get so many um, actions during um uh, during a day and it has to recharge before you can you can get more and uh, you can find a word and uh, and snatch it and then that's yours it's kind of like like library it checks you it checks it out to you mm -hmm. um, and you get points based on how many what what letters are in the word and how big the word is but it's also based on how many times other people have asked for that word right and so then then you have the option that uh, if you own the word that by the, you know, just a little bit before, like the day before it expires, you have the option to renew it. But if you forget to renew it, then somebody else can snatch it from you. And, uh, and so then it's their word. And so there's a leaderboard. And the idea is, is that everybody's vying in the same space for the same words. And, uh, and uh, it could be cross-platform. So it could be you could be yeah. on a, a, you could be on Alexa in the U.S. and play against somebody on Alexa in the U.K. Uh, playing against somebody using uh, a Google Assistant uh, in Canada or or whatever, and so they're all playing the same game, uh, same leaderboard. So that's that's kind of the idea that I was uh, I was trying to to kind of spec out and see how it worked. Um, mm -hmm. So. Very cool. Uh, before we jump into it, uh, is Bixby still available? It is not. Um, so okay. I I did do all the coding for Bixby, and I got to the point to uh, submit it, and there there were some submission issues. Um, oh, okay. More more on more on the Bixby side. That that was kind of kind of volatile there's some things that weren't quite working right and so mm, okay. i never quite got it i you know i got like 90 percent coded i was fully expecting bixby to come out and i i probably need to update the website um because it's yeah. an, it's it's misleading that it supports bixby but um it was originally going to be three platforms around the world same game but i didn't quite i actually remember you uh uh when you made this I think you were on uh, maybe a, like Alexa and Friends or something like that. Um, yeah, maybe. But anyways, let's let's get into it.
play snatch word. No audios. Oh. I don't hear audio. No. I don't hear audio either. Okay. Find supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. There's still no sound. <laughs> What's going on? Is, uh, is it maybe it's something with my? Because uh... there's definitely sound. <laughs> I know there is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it's. Um, uh, someone already has it. Um, uh, and I'm pretty sure we have sound enabled. Oops. Watch, I, um, go back to it. No, it's, I don't know what I was thinking. It's definitely going to be this. Yeah. Let me see if my, what my sound is. Oh, that's Wi-Fi. Sometimes I sing during this. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I feel with the silence, I'll start singing a little bit. So you're in for a treat, Mark. Um... <laughs> There's no, yeah, I don't hear the little uh chime either, so yeah, for even from this part, so that's all right. We'll we'll figure out our tech issues and we'll <laughs> we'll definitely give it a shot, we'll try it out, but um, yeah, always have tech issues. It's it's crazy because you know I my very first printer was a dot matrix gorilla banana printer <laughs> um, with the perforation sides yep. you know for the feed and mm -hmm. printers it's, it's even now it's there's still like it's hit or miss you try to print something and you're like oh driver's not found wait i printed last week and it was just fine and now it's not or it has to wake up or it's it's disconnected from the wi-fi or you know just like printing should be or like i've sent something but somehow it's like stuck in the spooler yeah, <laughs> <You're> yeah. Just... <laughs> my magenta is low but i'm printing black and white but you can't yeah. do it anyway like yeah yeah one of those things but <laughs> Yeah, it's always always fun troubleshooting sometimes. You learn from it. Yeah. But besides uh what this uh platform that we stream on on uh stream uh your uh the being able to share a screen sometimes allows you to have audio. There we go. I'm getting audio now. Uh, we just had to restart and unplug everything and unplug back in. 
jiggle good. the toilet uh, handle, <laughs> whatever it is, right? The... Um, yeah, we got we got ticks now. Okay. Sweet. Open snatch word. Player, helpful Banshee2704. Thanks for playing more Snatch Word. Your score is 319 points. You have five rechargeable actions remaining. What do you want to do now? Uh, any words uh, that we should look up? Try Apple. I know it's probably taken, but I always like to find see. Apple. Innocent Samurai 042 owns Apple worth eight. Whoever Innocent points. Samurai also has supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Super yeah, they've they've been at the top of the leaderboard for for many many months. They're, they're serious about it. Natural renew actions available. What do you want to do now? Uh, Zimbabwe. Uh, I I've searched for that before. Zimbabwe. Oh, find Zimbabwe. You have three main actions. Find Zimbabwe. The word Zimbabwe has an expired hold and is worth 31 points. Yeah, we'll snatch it. Quick. There you go. Try and snatch it from the librarian. You have five rechargeable snatch or renew actions available. Snatch. Yeah. I love the, the sneaky visuals on this. You now own it's really nice. Zimbabwe. Thanks. You have they were really not that hard. <laughs> it, what do you want to do now? Is this a uh, a video or is it a um uh, APL with animation? Okay, it is an animation. Yes. What do you want to do? Uh Kevin, give me a word. Leopard. Find leopard. There we go. You are in luck. Snatch, leopard, and it can be yours. Oh, sweet. It's worth 15 points. Snatch. It's not the biggest a, word, but... I just had a realization, though, that I'm helping you out. So... <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't help me in our our, our battle it's here. A new word. Ten True. bonus points plus fifteen word points is a total of twenty five points. Sweet. You have three rechargeable snatch or renew actions available. Um, what do you want to do next? Constitutionality. Find constitutionality. What did you say? Constitutionality. Oh. oh constitution. The word constitution uh, is worth is 26 available. points, but the librarian has let the hold expire. You should try and snatch it. You have three. Re snatch. You snatched constitution and it is now yours. 
You have two recharge. Find orange. And so, Mark, you also have ISPs on here, correct? Like this a power pack? Is that right? orange, yeah. 120 um, points. Power player, I think. Buy and snatch to that for Tuesday, July 5th at 5.37 p.m. Central Daylight Time. You have two rechargeable snatch or renew actions available. Find yogurt. Somebody's hungry, I think. See if Zazzle yogurt is available. Z-A-Z-Z-L-E. 13 points. Quick. Try and snatch it from the librarian. Find Zazzle. The word, Zazzle, has an expired hold and is worth 33 points. Snatch. Congratulations. You snatched Zazzle. Congratulations. You have earned the ZZ Topper badge worth 22 points. You have one snatch or renew action left. What That's next? That's awesome. I didn't know you had badges. That's cool. Snatch yogurt. I said yogurt, but okay. <laughs> I'll take it. Nice. The word yoga is a new word. 10 bonus points plus 10 word points is a total of 20 points. You have zero rechargeable snatch or renew actions available. Your next action will be exit. Alrighty. So that was snatch word, everyone. Yep. Fun times, yeah, yeah. Great visuals. Yeah, thanks. It's it's interesting because it's it's kind of evolved a little bit. I I really thought that a lot more people would play it, and so it would be a lot more kind of like dynamic, and you would snatch something from somebody else and somebody else. And uh, unfortunately, I, I think I, I get dozens of monthly active users. Oh, really? Dozens? Yes, dozens. Yeah, it's not. It's oh it's my really... gosh. Yeah, I figured it would be at least. 50 yeah it's, it's 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 sad um oh. but it's it's hard it's it, it so it just kind of proves that um that uh not not all you know every game can get traction and and sometimes it's just True. uh does it doesn't resonate with some people or it doesn't uh just hasn't you know bubbled up to the top yet with with different things and so uh, like the librarian feature i i just originally thought well people are gonna you know try a word and if they don't get the word then they're kind of going to come back and try it and snatch it and you know different things like that and and that wasn't happening and so people were like kind of hoarding words that they they could just like because what i wanted to do is make it a choice um i only have a certain number of actions so do i want to add a new word mm -hmm. or do i want to renew one of the words that i have that i think is mm -hmm. valuable how do i want to use my resources right strategy and, and so that wasn't happening so i created the concept of the librarian so it's a process that runs periodically and checks for i, th I think if if somebody has let their word expire for a, a week or more then the mm -hmm. librarian collects it okay and so, okay like and that. so 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 now nobody so they don't get the points for 
for words that they just let stagnate, the librarian takes them and then the librarian, then, you, then you're able to steal it from the librarian. It kind of like mm -hmm. feeds it back into the game where everybody else is able to, to you know, take it back. Right. Um, right. That's clever. Yeah. 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 Cool. For sure. Neat. Cool. Like it. All righty. So uh, last thing, uh, we normally uh, uh, leave uh, on a... Uh, our bean of the week, which is just like uh, something that we feel uh, we is important to share with everyone. Um, it could be a show, it could be a game, it could be a new uh, pair of shoes. Um, uh, yeah, just yeah. just something to Anything. wind down on, and yeah, kind of. Yep. Doesn't doesn't have to be tech related, but just something nope. that we use, we enjoy, something that others mm -hmm. may also jump into. Yep. But did you you had one this week, Will? I did, but uh, you can. Well, no, I'll I'll go because mine is isn't that exciting. Um, oh. <laughs> but um, so mine is actually. Uh, um, a bank okay um we uh switched over to sofi or sophie i like to call it uh but my wife always corrects me it's sofi uh social finance i believe it's called um we switched over to them mainly because uh we were getting uh 1.25 percent on our checking and savings account uh which is huge uh and they just bumped it up to 1.5 uh wow. on checking and savings accounts uh so i'm like dove in both feet i moved all my investments over here uh at the wrong time because I, I you know, I, I guess there's no good time with this humongous uh, investment problem. But anyways, uh, moved everything over here. Um, I have uh, direct deposit set up and all, everything over here, almost, almost everything. Uh, but uh, I just love it. It's, they have a lot of uh, financial, um, they have uh, consultants that you can uh, talk to for free, uh, which, cool. uh, I mean, if you just want to have like a quick question, like, I have no idea. I don't have a question, but <laughs> just a quick question. You can send it to them and you can also, um, uh, there is like uh, free career uh, um, things as well. There's plenty of uh, stuff that it's makes it worthwhile so hmm. i'm all for sofi nice. nice very cool yeah well so my bean of the week is um kind of related to what you said mark about just kind of taking some time to just get away from the screens unplug a little bit uh, i've been making this year i've been trying to focus more on going hiking more outdoors activities and we got a puppy so this week, hey. uh, yeah, yeah, Silver Lab. So we're doing more hiking. And uh, this week, my bean of the week is a dog travel water bottle. So it 
it actually can hold food and water in it, but I use it just for water at the moment. And it has a collapsible, I don't know if you can pull it up, Will, so I don't have to use all my weird hand motions, <laughs> but it has a uh, collapsible collapsible bowl. And, oh, there we go, as that I can just dump the water into. Neat. Um, but it, it hangs right on my hiking backpack. I have one of those cool. like, camelback type of things. So I'm hydrated. The dog's hydrated. Um, pretty good. I'm happy with it. it. It's sturdy enough. It holds up because uh, I'm pretty hard on stuff. Apparently, I walk into trees a lot when I'm hiking. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm, you use your eyes, right? Sometimes. Sometimes. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm super happy with this. Durable, highly recommended. Um, I, I enjoy it. It gets me outside and keeps everybody nice. going. So definitely a recommend from me. Cool. But uh, was there anything that you wanted to, to end with, Mark? Anything you wanted to plug? Anything you wanted to just talk about that I didn't ramble enough about? Um, no, I, I don't know. This has just been a lot of fun. I really appreciate uh, the opportunity to, to be on and get to know both of you a little bit more and just hang out and talk about one of my favorite topics. This has been a lot of fun. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, we, we definitely appreciate it as well. Definitely. So, um, you can find me, uh, Kevin, at KJ Evans 2787 if you want to have a conversation about anything and everything, uh, particularly voice or even collapsible dog food bowls. So. <laughs> and you can get, uh, you can uh, at me on Twitter, W-R-O-N-G-H-O-L-T. And once again, Mark is at mark tucker um and that is all i have uh for today so um we'll be back next tuesday uh, after fourth of july so happy fourth of july everyone and everyone that's in america that is uh happy fourth <laughs> of july uh and um stay safe take care take everybody. care yep Bye, everyone.